Kestrel and MG Goatee. Well, hello and welcome to the Where To Now podcast with myself, Ken Kestrel. And MG Goatee. Good to see you, Goatee. Hey, you too, Ken. How are you? Uh, I'm pretty good. You're I'm actually, trim? I'm, well, yeah, I'm on this carb diet and I'm going to have to tell you all about it. Just eating loads of carbs? Uh, no, lack of. Oh, the lack of carbs. Mm. So carb-free diet sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, no, it's, nice. it's, it's um, bacon and cheese are my friends. <laughs> See, and I, I too, am a good friend of bacon and cheese. But today we find ourselves in Oldham, which is our, our scene for today's podcast. Uh, more specifically, Royton, but also bits of Oldham as well. Now, this is very close to my heart because it's where I currently reside. Um, but is uh, on the outskirts of Manchester, England, and also is uh, is home to several pubs and some beautiful spots which, we'll, which we shall visit. This is going to be a two-part podcast because we recorded some of it a while ago and some of it today, so it's going to be in two parts. I feel like we're sort of bookending winter. We are indeed, because yeah. now it is very, very cold outside, so when you listen to this, it might be completely different, but there is snow underfoot, icy, mm. Mm, very chilly... Uh, but we shall uh, tell you about some of the pubs that we're going to go to. To be honest, I'm not entirely sure which one we're going to put first, so we'll just say that where to now is just going to be in Oldham somewhere. Hooray! Hooray! And where are we today? Uh, well, you? you've you've asked me to come to Oldham, <laughs> and I've never actually been to Oldham before. No. Uh, it's, it's, it's quite... I'm looking at this very old be- building in front of me. It looks... Quite exciting. It's and, actually and the rear end of the Odeon. Uh, oh. I believe it used to be the town hall, and it's one of the nicest Odeons I've ever been to. I'll just, I won't just say it as an Odeon. One of the nicest cinemas I've been to. It's a beautiful building inside. It really is tastefully done, if I don't mind saying. Is that wonderful? Should we have a walk up there? Yeah, go on. While we do, uh, I will explain the reason I brought you here. Boy races. Boy races, yes. Which yeah. so you should hear in the background. Although they will not be able to go where we're going because there is a tram line. Which is the way you arrived here today, is it not? I did, I did. Uh, and I, I got to meet some of the locals. <laughs> and uh, Were they quiet or loud? Uh, extremely loud. Okay, that sounds uh, right. And he was very upset by uh, getting the someone, one of the fellow passengers called the uh, tram driver saying, there's a very loud person on the Oh, tram. I see. So they actually they pulled the distress cord. I'm afraid, yeah, they did really. And it's, uh, I hope you're not too distressed. You look, you're looking good. I, it was very entertaining. Um, but I... Um, Obviously, was a bit concerned for my fellow passengers. And, uh, Naturally. Uh, but, you know, no one was harmed. Uh, he kept on being accused of being grassed up. Oh, I mean, that uh, is classic. Uh, it sounds like he's got quite paranoid as well. Yes, yeah, so, but he was very... Um, I mean, he was quite polite to some of the other passengers, particularly the ladies. He did, ah, did apologise with, without actually shouting. So. <laughs> so he had a, a modicum of... Um, what's the word? Chivalry about him, indeed, should we say. Indeed. Let's hope he doesn't get grassed up in that case. No, indeed. Um, well, I brought you here because this is what I call my ends. Uh-huh. Oldham is where I've been calling home for a, just over a year now. So we've outside the... Uh, wait, it's not just an Odeon. There is a Nando's. A, uh, is that a, a Molino lounge? Yeah, it looks... Uh, the Egyptian room. There are lots of things going on. And three owls. I, I just... They, I, they kind of look like sinister-looking owls. Yeah, sinister-looking owls. Very wise creatures, judicious, um, 
the, in fact, uh, why are they up on why are they up on poles? Well, like, so that they can see and they can judge and they can proffer wisdom, perhaps. Well, I say poles; they're more like pillars, these yeah, big concrete pillars on top of capitals, like those chaps who got on top of the plinth in uh, Nelson's column. That's yes, a, indeed, no, Chicago Square. Um, and I want to walk you closer because. Um, there's a story attached to this place, um, but also the owl very uh, closely associated with uh, Oldham. The uh, the Latics, the Oldham Athletic Football Club, symbolised by an owl. Oh, of course. It's on their uh, it's on their crest. Um, not sure where the other links are there, but there is, this is as good a symbol as any. Yeah. Right, so it actually moved into somewhat quieter environments yeah. just outside there. So, so there's a, another one of these owls yeah, with a big plinth. He's, he's like looking back at the other three saying, hurry up, I bought the tickets to the cinema. We're going to miss uh, the latest showing of uh, A Christmas Carol or something. <laughs> yes, there's usually another one coming out, isn't there? Yeah. Uh, he, he is a solitary owl compared to the other three, but he has got the higher ground. So I don't know if in owl terms, I mean, they'd all attack silently because that's a, an adaptation that uh, owls have. They can attack, they can kill those mice without so much as a whisper. And, yeah, I've, I've, they've got cracking eyesight for nighttime, don't they? As they well. do it's indeed. Like, uh, I've, I've, I mean, I've always worn glasses pretty much, so I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd envy to have eyes like one of those. With a surname like mine, I can spot prey uh, from a thousand yards. It is. Uh, but I tend to hover, I don't tend to come out at night. Look out, ladies. <laughs> Uh, that's a completely unfounded allegation. So we are going to have a little walk around here, but then we're going to head to where I actually call home, which is actually, I don't actually live in Central Ireland. I live in a place called Royton, uh, alphabetically more progressive. And we will go there and we will visit a couple of hospitals, the first of which will be the secret sip. Uh, I'm not allowed to say anything? No. On we go. So we've just stepped outside of the Secret Symptom and we, we were regaled in there by, uh, they have lots of activities to do with uh, cycling and running. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but also, lots of Edison bulbs in there, I noticed. There was, yeah, and, and, and uh, good music. I, I, haven't, yeah. I haven't heard. That's uh, the reason we couldn't record in there, by the way, as well, because otherwise uh, we don't pay, uh, well, we have to do all sorts of royalty collections and things like that, so yeah. uh, too, too much effort. But. What a lovely time we had in there, we had a lovely ale. We did. Uh, it was a drop from Huddersfield, wasn't it? It was indeed, from the Magic Rock Brewery. It uh, had lots of fruit in it. It did. And uh, I was going to tell you as well that because uh, we started off this journey um, towards Oldham Mumps. Yes. Which, as a name... So, I... I what is it? Is it unusual. like a disease? Well, um, Mumps is, um, but if you go there, it's not... Um, you don't contract mumps by going there, but it obviously shares a name. I, I like the idea of going into the doctors in Oldham and just saying I've got a case of the Oldham mumps. <laughs> yeah, it's a very specific like, case of it. Yeah, yeah. You it get is. it in certain environments. It's actually named after a bit, because there used to be an Oldham mumps train station. Right. Uh, which was replaced by the, the tram network, which went and carries on to Rochdale and Shaw uh-huh. nearby. Um, and connects uh, Oldham to the main part of Manchester. Uh-huh. But um, uh, the Oldham Mumps is one of the, th- I think, about three uh, tram stops. We've got Oldham Mumps, Oldham King Street, I think Oldham Central as well. Yes. Um, and nearer to me, you've got Durker as well, and Shaw. Yes. But you've, um, you've got Oldham Mumps, and it was actually named after when uh, the area was, I think, either named Mumper. Or it was after a high prevalence of mumpers, which was a colloquial term for beggars. 
So I'm oh. guessing it was quite a, a down at heel area. Right. Not and so much anymore. So uh, what's the mum, mumper situation now? Well, I mean, I, I saw a few, I suppose, I mean, I don't want to call them mumpers. It seems a bit derogatory. <laughs> urban outdoorsman. Um, <laughs> that, that sounds much better. Yeah. Uh, I think um, it's no great surprise that Oldham is one of the most deprived uh, areas in the UK. Right. Um, and it's, uh, but that said, there's an awful lot of thriving activity going there. Right. To the point where I went to a recent fireworks demonstration, uh-huh. um, free, put on by the council. Right. And it was an absolutely amazing uh, event. And it's the sort of thing where I think I went to one in South Manchester, it's 15 quid a ticket. So I know that there's a lot of investment in the area. Uh, and I know that there are staunch efforts to try and get this place back on its feet because obviously hugely prosperous in the industrial revolution time. I mean, what better way to actually bring up the, the you know, the, the wonderful community by just putting on a firework display as Absolutely. well? Absolutely. I, mean, like, I, I like explosions. <laughs> I mean, Colourful explosions. But... I'm imagining, I mean, what they, is it a few grand though to put on a big display? So. Yeah, I mean, that's a very expensive thing to do, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, but speaking of colourful displays, we are being uh, emblazoned in our eyes now by the, the, the lights and display of the Carter's Arms, which was actually the pub I worked at over um, summer. Um, and we're about to go there now. Do they still know you quite well? I hope so. Right. Uh, so we'll, we'll, we'll find out. Might be able to record inside, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. And they might have karaoke on though, so you never know, it might be a bit loud. But we will see how it goes. And we'll join you in the Carter's Arms as we get a round in. Right, we've just left the uh, Carter's Arms and it was nice to revisit on Old Haunts. Yeah, I was going to say, they, uh, a bit of a... Well, should we mention that there's some fracas with the, the landladies? Well, there, there has been a change of landladies since I was there, um, or a change of management, and uh, so it, it, it feels like... It feels slightly Wild West when we went in there because it was like... Don't mention the don't mention the old land. Oh, it was that? proper pub politics. It was I mean, pub politics, wasn't it? I, was, oh, I love a bit of that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and uh, we're now wending our way back home. But it was it was an ample opportunity for me to talk about um, uh, a little bit of uh, Alan Partridge trivia, which I like to regale okay. Now I sus- I suspect um, Alan Partridge, for he is real went to school around the Middleton area, um, which is also where Steve Coogan went to school, um, which is down the road. And I think he went doing cross-country when he was at school around the Tandle Hill area. And Tandle Hill is only down the road. It's a lovely little park where I go jogging occasionally. And there is a part of the backstory of Alan Partridge is that he gets laughed at by Stephen McCoom, who's a bully at school, who laughs at him from the top of Tandle Hill and points down the hill as Alan Partridge is um, at the bottom and they call, smelly Alan Partridge, smelly Alan Partridge. That whole anecdote takes place at Tandle Hill, which is just down the road. That's extraordinary. Yeah, so, there you go. Uh, I mean, um, is that guy there on a regular basis as well as you're jogging through those parts? I've never seen him, 
although I have often passed wind as I pass through it, and I've never been mocked as a result, but I do have my headphones in, so... Right. They could be, it could actually be happening. could actually be happening, right. so they may still um, frequent the area, but it, if I can, I can... I can't recommend it enough. If you, if you like parks and hills, Sandlil Park is an absolute ruddy belter. Right, well, I do. I'd, I'd like all these things. Uh, I might have to come during the daytime to uh, be either laughed at or... <laughs> or farted upon. Or farted upon. Um, so I'm going to say where to now, MG, but I will say that it's actually my ass because we're about to have fondue, aren't we? We are. Yeah. Uh, I, mean, you, I mean, last time we met you, actually... Uh, I did. You, you, you did some of this amazing fondue in a pumpkin. It must be. Well, I'll, I'll let you into something. It's not even Halloween, but I've, I've decided to make it into a, into a similar um, a legume. I mean, if you if you're on a good thing. Exactly. Why 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 fix what ain't broke, um, or why break what ain't fixed? <laughs> no, that was the right the first time, wasn't it? Let's have some fondue. So as we trudge down uh, this wintry road, covered in ice. It's quite high up. It is quite high up. Where the hell are we? We are in Oldham. We're back in Oldham. Fact, I've got a feeling that um, you only bring me here when it's bastard cold. <laughs> um, it was pretty cold last time, but it, it wasn't as beautifully wintry as it is today because we've just had a, uh, a couple of days of, uh, of snow and there's ice underneath our feet, as you can possibly hear. Um, but it's gorgeous. It is, it is. I mean, I do, I kind of feel like I'm slipping around a bit and... Uh, yeah, the grip is not the greatest. I mean, I'm not saying that we're taller than Dean or anything like that, but it's, <laughs> it's getting pretty close. It is. Um, I did have a little bit of a sip earlier on and you very wisely um, stopped as you were downloading an app because you're not only digital, but you're consciously and safe. Um, but we are heading our way towards uh, one of my favourite parts of Royton, which is Tandle Hill Park, where we will be afforded a spectacular view of the A627M uh, and some of the other pubs that we will visit today or other places of interest. Um, a couple that I've never been to, so I'd like to use this as an opportunity to explore. Um, do you fancy? I, yeah, you know I am. And, you know, in true... Uh, podcast fashion. I, I've got a hell of a hangover. <laughs> you do indeed. Um, so let's let's do this. Well, we're not quite at the top of Tandle Hill, but we are at the top of our hill, which is a in the park. And we describe the scene, MG. Well, it's the height of winter, and people are hurtling down the hill on on bits of plastic and, and wood. That's right. And uh, what's making that journey downwards uh, by the Earth's gravitational pull? What's making them go quite so fast? Ah, uh, you're putting your science cap on, surely. <laughs> it's, it's quite icy. It is quite icy. So, so this white powdery stuff that has fallen on this hill, on this inclined plane... Oh! We've got a bit of a tumbler. Yeah, I've got a tumbler. And oh, a screamer. Yeah, he doesn't scream. like he it doesn't at all. Like it. I think that might be his first tumble. Yeah, I, I've, I've, been, I've been in a similar situation because I, I grew up in Nottingham before my, my uh, parents um, went over to Australia. Flat place? Uh, no, it's pretty quite hilly. Um, my 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 dad grew up in a very flat place, um, uh. but uh, I, I I distinctly remember on my first toboggan ride going down the hill at a great speed, managed to managed to find the only power pole 
uh, <laughs> and I hit it dead centre. <laughs> well, also when you're tobogganing, it's quite easy to miss steer because you put your right foot out, yes. a bit like the hokey pokey, but you go left. I yeah, I mean this is what I was I was kind of learning on the way down, and and I, I distinctly remember my dad talking about it the week afterwards, and I said I was standing up the hill thinking, Willie, won't he? No, he'll be right. No, he's going to hit it. No, it's fine. No, he's hit it. He's hit it. So yeah. just uh, to, uh, in case anyone wasn't sure how that story ended, you definitely hit that pole. I hit it like an absolute champion. <laughs> well, coming down a hell of pace are these uh, duets of uh, tobogganing. Yeah. Uh, what a lovely wintry scene it is. But Absolutely. you wait until we get to the top of this hill. Actually, it probably won't be anything like this because it won't have any tobogganing people but hold that thought let's climb the hill right so here we are at the very top of I was going to say the world but the top of Tandle Hill at the war memorial for the men of Royton who gave their lives in the wars and what a view MG it is something else I, I mean I've been watching uh, the Game of Thrones again and it feels like we're north of the wall. Um, Does that mean it's cold? It is pretty cold and there are a lot of widelings kicking around uh, on sledges and it's great. <laughs> and as, as promised, check out the A627M connecting uh, Manchester and Oldham to uh, the, uh, the M62 and further afield Rochdale. I mean, it's it's something it's something to look at, isn't it? And you know, where are people going? Well, they're going to Oldham or Manchester, yeah. uh, and Liverpool, perhaps. Perhaps Liverpool, and you know, maybe it's just a bit of commerce as well. There could be a man in his truck. Shifting some uh, bacon, I don't know. <laughs> You're obsessed with bacon at the moment. So we can actually see Manchester from here. I think we should be probably focusing on the beauty, the splendour of the, the natural beauty we're seeing rather than sort of roads and conurbations. But it is nonetheless a staggering sight. It's, I'm loving the sort of the mistiness of it all and, and the sun fighting its way through very thin clouds. It is, it is. And it's a beautiful day for it as well. Not many clouds, we're just obscured by one at the moment, or rather the sun is. Um, do you want to ask me a question? How the hell are we going to get back down without slipping over? <laughs> it's a good question. I'm not entirely sure we could go back the way we came uh, because I was going to take us down there, but frankly, I think that is, a, a, that is going to be a nice rink uh, on, on slant, which is a dreadful idea. Second um, question, yep. where to now? Glad you asked. We are going to the halfway house, called so because it's halfway twixt Oldham and Rochdale. Can't wait, let's go. Let's go. So, we find ourselves now, uh, MG, in the halfway house. Yes, uh, and it's, it's quite an interesting pub, um, yep. in the sense that... It's equidistant between Oldham and Rochdale, yep. one. Uh, they have a lot of carbs to the right of me as well. <laughs> You've got to scot out this carb. And they, 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 they're staring, it's like they have eyes and yeah, they're staring me out. We're staring at about three different forms of potato, which uh, uh, MG is, is struggling with, aren't you? Yeah, but you've got a gin, I've got, me, uh, I've got me juice, uh, and we, uh, it's the first time I've been in it, I've often wanted to come here, 
because I've jogged past it uh, a few times up Tandle Hill to get that spectacular view we just availed ourselves of. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad to have tried it. It's quite co- very cosy. It is. They're currently watching a, a rugby match uh, in the team, and they're, they're this, a proper sort of rugby type crowd as well. I guess so, yeah. Beards and beer and well, all sorts of we're, things. We're, well, no, we're not really. I'm, I'm sucking on a, a soft drink, so I don't really count myself in that. But uh, you, you have had a fine beard. I do, uh, yes. I got a beard award actually at uh, Christmas. <laughs> really? Yeah, what best beard. Like? Um, Harry? I mean, I, at the time of receiving the award, I was clean shaven, so there was a sense of irony there. Yeah, like, so that, that you probably uh, shaved it off and then the awards happened. So. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Oh, and, uh, I mean, the people have spoken, though. I, apparently, I have a, I rock a very good beard. Oh, so, right. yeah. I can certainly attest to that. Um, so, uh, I think the interesting fact I've got about this, I've kind of already shot my load on you, really, and just told you about the, uh, the halfway distance thing. Yeah. It's on a hill. It is on a hill. Um, quite slippery because we got this wintry sort of I managed to going down from the hill that you took to take me up I, I managed right. to have a bit of a bit of a tumble a little tumble you did fall on your bottom uh, and realising that we, we both realised that we hadn't really prepared ourselves with the right attire or, or uh, shoes inappropriate shoes they were quite skinny no, I think we've probably got about a millimetre of tread between us we wouldn't pass our MOT if we were cars and uh, but I think we did quite well with only one bomb fall Indeed, indeed. And, um, I think we're rectifying. I mean, I, I'm having... Rectilifying. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I mean, I'm having an oil change at the moment with this, this gin and tonic, and yeah. I think it's, it's, it's yeah. doing the business. I think so. I'm, I'm going to hit up the wine, because the other reason I brought you over to my Nicklewoods is uh, to cook you dinner. So we're going to have roast lamb later on. Nice. Uh, and we will have wine pairings. Excellent. Yes, whatever they are. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. One other thing I was going to say about uh, this pub um, is we're near Royton Cemetery. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, we didn't actually find out who was buried there. Right, well, we didn't actually go there either. I, I, I feel as though that we could send the Kestrel out to get some facts and maybe we'll we see if we can pick something out later on. Send out the fact Kestrel and, and they may well insert a little bit about that now. If not, then just assume that we fixed it in the edits. Hello there, Update Boy again here, with Fact Kestrel at my side, Squawk. Uh, we fixed it in the edit. Thanks. Uh, one thing I should have said as well, MG, is um, it's called the Halfway House. When I say Halfway House, what's, what does that mean to you? Um, people down on their luck. Yes. Uh, is it usually out of prison, or is it somebody coming off the, off the wagon, so to speak? Yeah, or, um, I always, I don't know whether this is right, but the... Uh, Ladies of the night who are trying to get oh. off. Oh, you know, out that's why I'm in, out of the game and, and a, a way of escaping is that. Well, I'm happy to say I this. Is that, is that right? I, I, I feel like I'm, I guess I'm it's, making it's it somewhere, up. somewhere where you come from a bad place on your way to hopefully a better place. Yes. Or possibly the other way around because it's halfway between. Uh, but no, it certainly doesn't have that vibe of a, uh, a junkie's house or um, a, uh, a brothel or uh, indeed a bacchanal. Yeah, what's going on? Time for a question, MG. What's, uh, 
yeah, where to next or where to now? So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's almost like it was more rehearsed. Um, well, we are going to head down the hill, back towards Oldham, and we will drop in to the Junction Inn. Right. Care to join me? Well, well we, I'm fast, I always like a good junction, so yes. This will, this will sate your whetted appetite. I'm in, let's go. Let's go. We find ourselves now in the Junction Inn, uh, being quite uh, appositely placed on a junction in Royton. Um, and it's lovely, although less lovely is the fact that you just told me a story about the dog. Lovely dog. Uh, it seems to have. Um Dogs eat anything, um, and yeah. uh, their own poo sometimes. Their own poo, but on, on this occasion, poor little Jasper's uh, eaten uh, some rat poison. Oh so, dear! Uh, I mean, that's not good for any dog. No, indeed. Uh, so, hope, uh, my thoughts are with with Jasper at this point. Yeah, that's and, 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 uh, and uh, hopefully they'll, they'll be all. Or just vomits it all up. Yeah. My brother at, at slug pellets once. He was fine. Uh, uh, why, uh, was it a dare? Or uh, no, he uh, he was what we call an oral baby. Um, he uh, had an oral fixation where basically he discovered the world through his mouth, as Freud would put it, and uh, basically would just eat anything. He, uh, you'd get in the bath and there'd be gnaw marks on the soap. Um, he'd eat sand at the beach. There's a lovely photo of him, uh, probably aged about maybe two, and he's, uh, he's smiling on this beach. He's got sand all around his mouth. Uh, and he's got this smile on his face like a pig in shit. It's hilarious. <laughs> I've got. A, I mean, maybe he's an entrepreneur because isn't there a sand shortage in in the world? Uh, from what I've heard, like, a shortage of sand. There is. Yes. Are you yanking my chain? I'm pretty pretty sure this is a thing because um, there's like a certain type of sand that you need to do concrete and stuff. And, okay. uh, and that's in short supply. That's in short supply. So maybe that's your brother was banking Maybe he was some storing sand. it up. Yeah, and then one day we came into the kitchen and Mum uh, had a bit of a, a worry, because it's quite rightly a worry, that he'd eaten slug pellets, because um, we used to try and get rid of the slugs. Right. Um, and thankfully, they didn't get rid of him, uh, but they did get rid of the slugs, but we stopped using them for a while. I went to a similar phase of eating beech nuts, uh, that, that had fallen off the uh, tree in the, in the primary school playground and came home and, and Mum said, uh, what have you been eating? I said, oh, these, these nuts that fell from the tree. I, I, said, I, I, I wouldn't blame her for thinking, for Christ's sake, stop putting things in your mouth, you idiots. Uh, the fact she didn't. Anyway. I, uh, I, I do remember one of my friends in Australia uh, ate an actual slug. Oh, um, I suppose it's no different from eating a snail. I've eaten snails and they were quite. Yeah, I, I, we did tell him that it was a milky wag. <laughs> How on earth did he believe that? He wasn't very bright. Right. Um, but he, uh, uh, mid bite, he, he quickly realised and said, This isn't a milky wag. Well, quite right. Yeah. I, I think I'd be pretty good at detecting that pre bite, to be honest. Yeah. But uh, never mind. So, what do we think? I, I've, I've been to this pub before. Um, and I really liked it. It's the only Sam Smith pub that I know in Royton, um, and the atmosphere is very jovial, it's very warm, very friendly. So, um, Sam Smith's right? Yes. Uh, Son, or it has something to do with John Smith. Yes. Were they brothers or something, and they disliked each other? I thought it was something along the lines of he was the Sam Smith, the son of John Smith, disagreed with his brewing methods and set up a rival brewery. That's what I thought I might It be wasn't wrong. over slug pellets or anything like no, that. I don't think it was anything to no. do with that. Maybe, maybe they were brothers. I think similar to Black Sheep, because I think there, Black Sheep Brewery was set up by, 
pretty certain it was the son of the Feekson family, who again didn't agree with their brew methods and set up their own company, and the Black Sheep uh, was an apposite name, because appropriate name, because um, uh, obviously he, he wasn't, uh, it was Black Sheep of the family, and that's where the name came from. But Sam Smith is just, just a name, but very, excuse me, uh, that's the, the gases from the lovely Taddy Lager that I've availed myself of. Um, do you know where Taddy is? Uh, behind the bar. Uh, it is. Do you know what it refers to? No idea. Tadcaster. Oh, right. Okay. In, uh, which is also where there's John Smith's brewery. So uh, that again lends cre- credence to that idea of them having a shared lineage. Uh, I'm, I'm, I think maybe if we can. I think we should try and visit it. Tadcaster? Yeah. Why not? Well, there must be a Sam Smith pub there. Oh, that'd be great. What I used to love about London, that there is an abundance of Sam Smith pub uh, in London. I, I know this really well. Uh, we... I had Listen, a, his eyes have just lit up like uh, Catherine wheels. Uh, I had... Um, I got a, a mate we called Drew Bear, and he... Sounds great. He, uh, he had this great idea of drinking in every Sam Smith's pub in London. Mm. And, and we, On the same day? No, we did it one a week. Uh, so we, we all met up. It was a good way of meeting up with the mates and, and stuff like that. And, and we just slowly worked our way round. Oh, that, yeah, sounds good. Um, where, any highlights? I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm thinking there's a Game of Thrones connection here because there's one called the Jon Snow, isn't there? There was. Jon Snow was probably one of my favourite. There was one, uh, there's quite a few in Westminster as well. And um, the Cardinal I, I particularly liked. OK. Uh, that, was, that was, for some reason... And you know, you, there was no shortage of dart boards as well, and I, I'm, a, I'm a fan of fan of darts. Well, as we saw last night when we hit up Sale again, didn't we? Oh, we, we did. It, oh, Got uh, a big shout out to the little bee, by the way, and Sale. Love that pub. It's uh, it was quite quite. I mean, we played 901. Uh, <laughs> it's it, it ridiculous. What were we thinking? I don't know. I didn't even know that was a game. Um, I'll give you uh, my particular highlight of the Sam Smith pubs in London. Have you ever been to the Princess Louise? No. Is she good? She's wonderful. She's smothered in Victoriana and glass. Um, in a good way. It's like an old gin palace. I can't remember exactly which bit of London it is. Fact checking Kestrel will come and, and, and finish off with me. But um, uh, it's it's got like loads of partition little bits with glass. I mean, it's got oh, it's, it's it's really really evocative. I kind of like, with those words. It's sorry, it's sort it's of hard, de- but it is Art Deco to the hilt. Right. Lovely. Hello there, Update Boy here, and the Fact Kestrel Squawk. Get down, you. Uh, nothing to do with the fact-checking Santa of Adam Buxton's podcast, just in case it sounded familiar there. Um, the Princess Louise is in High Holborn in London, or Holborn, or Holborn, if you're not as initiated as I. It is a Sam Smith's pub, and it has nothing to do with Art Deco at all. I think the phrase he was meaning was Art Nouveau, and it's not really that anyway. It's Victoriana to its hilt. Thanks. The one thing I love about London is the sheer volume of pubs. And there is no shortage of pubs in London. Nevertheless, it be said that a Londoner can run dry. Um, although, I think York as well was famous for having... I used to live in York, and famous for having more pubs than there are days of the year, mm. um, which I suspect London's got as well, but for somewhere of York's scale, that is quite an impressive achievement. Indeed. I, 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 I've never been to York. 
No, no, right, well, I think that, that answers the next question, where to now. Thank you very much. Um, that answers, I'm just saying thank you to the bar ladies who's refreshed our table, in case you're wondering. Uh, but, yeah, we'll do, we'll do your... Oh, that sounds brilliant. That's a day trip, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Fantastic. And I, I, I'm well-researched, uh, although probably probably changed a bit since I was there, but I know at least three that we could definitely hit up without much fear of it being rubbish. And I watched that television series, The Vikings. There was a lot of Viking action in New York, wasn't there? Yeah, everybody always talks about Jorvik Viking Centre because it's uh, obviously one of the most the, the key attractions. But walking around the, uh, the York City walls is lovely, the Minster. You've got a lot of things going on. The Shambles, very famously. We can shake hands across the uh, top of the road because uh, the, the, the building's leaning. Oh, mate, we're going to have fun there. But in the meantime, let's have fun in Oldham. Right. Uh, you've seen the sights. I have. Been up Tandler. We've seen the, the cinema. I, oh, I did like the owls as well. Yeah. <laughs> the owls, yeah, the owls. What were they up to? That was the Oldham episode of Where To Now with myself uh, and MG Goatee. So, how did you find it? It was amazing. I, I got to a very good aerial perspective of Manchester. Which you I did. We could even see Manchester from that uh, Tandle Hill. And a lovely um, a lovely wintry scene, I think, was created today. It was, it was. And then uh, a while back, we, I mean, obviously this is a two-parter, yeah, but uh, we, uh, I saw owls. You I did really, see owls. They were kind of like to- totem poly type things. <laughs> and, uh, quite was, weird owls. I was taken. By them. <laughs> they, they, they went into your eyes and something just clicked in you. You love those owls. Yeah, we had a connection. At owls. Yeah. So, uh, we shall leave you there for the moment. Uh, we will see you at the next episode of the Where To Now podcast. Do please like and subscribe. And for now, we will say tatty bye. Bye! Where To Now